0: bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle Kingdeals zijn
1: maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Hallo, welkom to the Royal Blue podcast. It's the Monday Night Review pod and it's um a case of talking about another less than perfect performance, although not quite as grim as, week, as the week before in Stamford Bridge. It's me, Greg O'Keefe, the Evan Editor, Gavin Buckland and Tony Scott. No Phil today. But, lads, once again, there were more kind of questions than answers, really, after the point, when they So it was one that, did it leave us all feeling still pondering where this is going, whether Koeman still needs this January window more than anything to find his, his way forward?
2: It's desperate, isn't it? I think, judging by what we've we seen this so far this season, Ever has been a game of two halves, and I think in every, apart oh, from the Chelsea almost, that was just a demolition job, wasn't it? But from what I've gathered this season, watching by them, they the others, they start, not, not the best, but the second half, they continue. For me, I think what it is, is that he's relying on these players week in, week out, and trying everything. We've even seen Aaron Lennon come into the fold, didn't we? Um, he's just throwing it all up in the air and seeing how it lands, and it's not landing very well for him at the moment. The, the the facts are the players just simply aren't good enough whichever way you want to look at it they aren't the signings he's brought in in the summer they're quite good Stechlenberg Ashley Williams is just a guy Balassi, Balassi has a poor game on Saturday no no two ways about it but I think them signings that he's made they're very good it's the players that he's been left with yeah. you can see why we've finished in the bottom half the previous two seasons the performance first half was absolutely abysmal it was reminiscent of the previous manager you wouldn't have known the difference if you'd woken up in a coma the last three years, it, it was exactly the same, boring, it was just everything, everything about it was just stale, second half, obviously had to give it the right act at half time, but th- that's no good, I think he even told us in the press comments after it, didn't he, he may have to do this before the game, but it's well, not working. Phil him, didn't he, yeah. he said yeah, you're going to have to get angry before the match. He sort of laughed it off to Phil, but he, he probably said, he did say, like I may have to do that, but what else can he do? And everyone's saying, yeah, he gets paid lots of money, he gets six million a year. To do. He's only got the tools what he's basically he's having to work with at the moment. He can't do much else
1: with it. But all I'd say, and Gav coming on this, is that you know, Swansea weren't on Saturday, but they are now at the bottom of the table. Should yeah. even the tools he's got be enough to beat that, Swansea at uh, home? That was my point. Um, I think... Um,
0: I think the players that were there on Saturday were good enough to beat the Swansea team that had lost eight in yeah. two, two or ten Premier League games. You know, there's still some. You know, even if they're not, maybe not the uh, you know the, the long-term choice, there's still players on the pitch there on Saturday were good enough to beat the team that's bottom of the table. Yeah. I think um, I think we we should be operating in here and now, uh, Everton. Uh, you know, January can sort itself out. The fact of the matter is, we've won one, in, one in prem, seven Premier League games. Yeah. We've got, I think, it's eight Premier League games before the January transfer window kicks mm. in, isn't it? Something like that. Which is like, you know, official games and, aren't they? The games, Liverpool games. The, yeah. You know, even like Watford and Southampton. are it's all when you play Leicester away, don't you? Yeah, you know. Richard, you yeah. know? So uh, we're off in the here and now, and Koeman's got to start managing now and not so sort of, there, there appears to be an atmosphere around the club and i might be sort of misreading this but when i say the club i mean with supporters as well that but all right we saw that i was in january and i'd take it forward well, you know everybody's all the players and staff are paid every week up until the end of December, yeah. and they've got to they've got to earn the money and they didn't earn it on on saturday and to be fair it's part of a pattern that's been going on for what six, seven weeks now, and uh, I appreciate what you're saying. So, and and I do agree. But you know, should the good, good enough to win on Saturday, drop points at Burnley and Bournemouth. You know, and I don't think that was down to the players being you know not good enough. It was down to not applying themselves properly. Well, Peter, was I've a
2: career, Greg, if twelve games gone, quarter of the season gone, did you expect Everton to be any higher in the league? What than higher than seventh? Yeah.
1: No, but uh, maybe we'd expect them to beat Swansea at home,
2: and you know. Would you expect them to get a draw against City? Then uh,
1: it's it's easy to sort of say, you know, what we'd expect. you can't. What we're, we're talking, I mean, we're talking about individual performances, aren't we? Yeah. It's all too well and good. Really, who knew what to expect under Cumin? You know, we hadn't maybe followed him. We're not Southampton fans, so. Mm. Um, it's kind. Of, I know what you're saying, but what be, if if we finish the season and we're tenth? Would you and they Well, you know, would you have taken tenth? It things change, don't
2: they? They do, but he's got a squad, a squad of players that basically they're not good enough. But he's having to use these players, and he's getting them into. This. He's did currently in seventh place, seven or eight points off top of the league. What about
1: what Gav's just said there? That's that stat that they've only won one in the last seven Premier League games, and I'll I'll sort of like build on that as well. And this this might not be correct me, Gav, on this, but. Slow starts is an issue for me as well because yeah. the amount of times they've gone a goal behind is worrying. Now, it's all right when you've got a goal behind to West Brom mm. or Swansea. And in the end, they've had enough to drag themselves back into the game. West Brom, they did more than that. They won. Swansea, they only took a point yeah. in the end. But as you said so as well, the fixtures we've got coming up, by the way, Liverpool, United, Arsenal. Leicester away is not going to be easy. Southampton away, obviously, next weekend is going to be easy. They can't afford to have to keep starting slowly mm. and conceding first.
2: Do, so Everton, do Everton need a fixture like that at Goodison? Do they need a yeah, big maybe. team? Yeah, we, have, yeah. we haven't played a big, big team. At Tottenham is probably Tottenham first game yeah, of this yeah. season. A bit of a open, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We haven't played a big team at Goodison yeah. Park this season. Are we I think to get the whole club a cracking results. It kicks the season. Yeah, well, I mean, you
0: would hope so. But uh, just ask you, quite you say the players aren't good enough. What do you mean, they're good enough for what? At what level would you say they're not good enough? Well,
2: they're not good. Well, all right, I look at, say, are we above, above Southampton, we're above West Ham, we're above yeah. a lot of teams aren't We were sitting there seventh, joint points at Manchester United. Now, Everton, play, I look at Southampton players. They're, every one of their players, the majority of them are better than ours. Look at the defence. Yeah, we went through this. The delivery, midfield. Didn't we? yeah, yeah. The goalkeeper. Yeah, so where do you think? So this is where Koeman's yeah. just having to deal Basically, to put it bluntly, the junk that he's been left with. But if you're saying. And that, it is junk. If you're saying.
0: Going back to Greg's point, though, if you're saying you good enough to be like, mid table, like we've been the previous two seasons, Swansea the bottom of the table, aren't We, we yeah. still didn't beat them. I, I, all, I, totally so I don't agree. think I totally agree with that, yeah. You know, there's teams below mid table that we failed to beat this year. And I, I just think if, we, if I paid a quid. If I got paid a quid for like sort of, oh, it'll be sorted out in January. We we'll sorted out in January mm. over the last month. i would probably be have enough money to buy Christmas presents, you know. Yeah. And to me, I mentioned it last week, and it, and it's after Cummins watching Cummins' interview last Wednesday. To me, it's becoming more and more apparent that the, there's there's obviously within the squad there's players who know they've got no long term future at the club. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that's pretty well known, and that's just a well established fact. And I mean, Coombe even had said that last week, didn't he? With his interview with Lenny, he said, You know, we're 60% of through the project, we've got still 40% yeah. left, so there's still work to be done. And I think if you, you know, they say it's bad enough trying to motivate Premier League footballers on £100,000 yeah. like <laughs> a week anyway, like even if, even if, but trying to motivate players, you know, or any workplace, you know, that they haven't got a link to the future whether they work for the Echo or, yeah, you know, yeah. a shop in town. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is difficult, and I think that's reflected in some individual performances. And I think when that happens, that affects the team dynamic, and I, I think that's what you're seeing at the moment. And um, was that
2: the right way going about it then? If them stories are true, if he has told players that they no longer wanted the football club, and basically using you till January, it was that the right way to go well, about it. Well, if that's
0: whether he, he told players or not. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure, but. It's established fact that we will be buying players in January. He, he said yeah. that. It's established fact that we'll be buying players in the summer as well. So that breeds uncertainty between. I mean, you know we don't you list the players up. You know, yeah. eight or nine players quite yeah. easily. And if they're playing, are they really going to, you know, be motivated enough to put in the put in a you know hundred percent commitments? It's just human nature. Whatever environment you're
2: working in, and not to. But he's got to say this, need needs obviously to not please the fans as such, but. To reassure himself that he knows what he's got to do
0: to to get to yeah no I'm not saying he shouldn't say i mean yeah. so he's quite right there. he's saying he's got to build up uh, aspirations and, and and so on but there's a there's a there's a downside to that isn't it and the mm. downside is You've got it's players just a group of players yeah. who know they're not going to be there or if they are they're not even people, not even get on the bench some of them yeah and are you really going is that the right psychological mindset to go into a Premier League match with that. With that behind you yeah, i'm not sure it is and i think that's reflected in our team performances yeah. that. i mean it was noticeable to the start of the season it was a bit different atmosphere because i think that's where players were actually playing playing for playing the players. For, yeah yeah and i think now i haven't seen him last week he said 60 percent on 40 percent needs to be done if you're a player you say, well i might pass the 60 percent, i might pass yeah. the 40 percent who's going to get cleared yeah. out and i, I think that's it i think that's contributing at the moment to how so many
2: of the current squads would you say play Everton's careers will be coming to an end? I think there's a lot But we went through this the other week. I
0: we spent about twenty minutes on it. it yeah. speaks volumes. I just, I just, think that's it, and I think. But we've got to manage in the here and now, and I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm worried, but, you know, you could see a team with serious attacking attentions Causing Everton damage at the moment. Yeah. If uh, we don't get it right, you know? which
2: what happens against Chelsea, isn't it? Once the yeah. first goes in, and the seconds, then I yeah. don't think there's no coming back from that, isn't it? You know, and I
0: think uh, that that was the disappointing thing. As I was expecting the reaction of Chelsea mm. on Saturday that we come out all guns blazing, and it and it didn't happen, did it? I think
1: that's what will concern so many people as say about slow start. But the context of this slow start in particular is head scratching because they had so much to to get out the system and prove that they weren't the team that had gone and been humiliate, humiliated at Chelsea. And, you know, listening to Five Live in the week, you know, I hear people like Alan Green. You never really want to hear mm, enjoying, yeah. enjoying an Everton defeat. But he was carping about how it wasn't just that Chelsea were great. Everton was so awful. And we all know his allegiances. And he, yeah, exactly. he was loving it on, on, on Five Live. And it was unpleasant to, mm. to hear it. But the thing was, he was right. And it strikes me, where's the professional pride? And I do worry that maybe there is, as, as Gav says, a degree of a malaise setting in in some parts of the squad, uncertainty. And on the other side, you know, and Koeman, to his credit, didn't use this excuse. It wouldn't have gone down well, so he was quite clever not to. They'd only got back and had the Friday to prepare for the game because of the international break. What I would say, and we discussed it, didn't we, yeah. is it was probably the same for Swansea. Yeah. So every most Premier League clubs will have had a heavy roster of internationals. Moving on to specific individual players... Gav, you alluded to a team a team with serious attack and intent, seriously more serious attack and intent than Swansea. You only really had Sigurdsson, and he ended up hurting us, you mm-hmm. know, in a, a cup, nearly hurt us, but for a brilliant save from Stikkanberg in the end. Phil Jagielka, it's it's becoming a bit of an elephant in the room, isn't it? What's what's going on? <laughs>
0: well, this was said this last time. He's got a lot, you know. I think I was quite diplomatically put it. It's like he's got a lot to do between now and Christmas to to show human that he's got, you know, has he got that in 18
2: him months. I I think me personally think
0: he's finished. Well he's certainly not the player he was even two or three three years ago, isn't he? He's thirty four Jags now. Um and I, I think it's one of the reasons him and Williams are quite similar types of centre halves. You need a bit more of a bit Mate. of bit of a bit of a you know a greater balance between the two centre halves. Are they two similar type types of players? Big for
2: Hooton Morgan last year, isn't it for Leicester? Yeah, shame, shame. If you're a good but defender, you're a good defender. I, yeah, I think Jack yeah. Elker, He just looks. He looks shot, shot at the moment. Yeah, and that was. And he's, he's in severe danger. And I spoke to a lot of the fans after the match. The fans are gonna begin to turn on him, and it's it's not right considering Everton's captain who's been there for so long. Yeah. And I think. How long's he got left in his contract? Two years left, I think. See, idea. me personally, I think he's just. Thanks for your derby goal in the cup. great, you've been a great servant to the football club, he looks absolutely shot at the moment, he yeah. looks finished, his legs have gone, he's never, never been the quickest, but even mentally he looks shot as well, you've seen Sigurdsson, you literally tore him and you won, didn't he for the penalty and in the end it was painful to watch a player of Phil Jagielka's quality just basically, just drag him down, and he's another. This yeah. is Phil Jagielka who's given away three penalties this season. Yeah. The writing's on the wall for him, and
0: he's not getting away with it where he used to. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think also as well, it was telling that the uh, the applause was quite muted when he left the pitch, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he when he was substituted? Um, again, that's probably an area that they like anyway. Ronald would <will> be looking. <laughs> I'll pay myself a quid for that. <laughs> uh, that Ronald would be looking to, to address. Because, you know, what's the viable
2: alternative at the moment to do the question? Well, I, obviously, the do the fan come after the match, and when I was speaking to the guys, we were saying I was talking about, talk about Phil Jagielka, and we were talking about, him. Um, obviously, James McCarthy got brought into the conversation, and the same questions are asked. Where's Mason Allgate? Where's Tom Davis? Yeah, I mean, this is what we just
1: touched on last week, our concern. Um, I know I sort of said it regards Davis, and... You were rightly banging the drum for him Mm. to play. I think you you had me convinced by the end of that that debate. Koeman's got an inherent conservatism when it comes to using young players. And I think he'd obviously say, you know, we need a a right result to get back on track after Chelsea. I'm going to go with an experienced international in James McCarthy. And, you know, I had to do ratings of the players Mm. on Saturday. Uh, He was one of my lowest ratings. Jack Elk was the lowest. And I looked at what the fans had rated on our own article and they agreed. I think they had Jags, they looked the lowest. And Then they had McCarthy. Uh, he wasn't, by any means, yeah. impressive. Is
2: there a need for James McCarthy in the Everton team if you're playing Swansea at not That's
0: another fair point. I mean, in you know, I sort of, as, as you know, like sort of McCarthy has to do a lot to prove to me that he's a, an Everton player in terms of his all-round game. You know, he wasn't fit, was he, on Saturday? Uh, you can still pass for sur- me to be I mean, there. Yeah, I'm surprised he played seventy odd minutes. I mean, with I Davis, was... Davis. I mean, as, you know, I think it wasn't really picked up until the end of last week. He played three times, didn't he, for the under nineteen in six days, didn't he? Davis, he played yeah. he's, four mm. or five plays, played three games, yeah. which was a bit looking at that, thinking, you know, how, how are you protecting young talent when that that's happening? And I'm sure that probably came into the decision. T- decision i know you could say like well, he played yesterday didn't he play very well like a storming, didn't he? Yeah. yeah but it's a different thing playing under twenty-three to so playing a fully fledged premier league match as we know um but yeah i i it was an opportunity there wasn't it that maybe was was missed as
1: it transpired so just on jags i mean it can happen where players it almost feels like overnight doesn't it happen to john terry yeah. speaking to your steven yeah. Sunday, it can happen so quickly as it takes you by surprise it's not always a gradual deterioration of you know, kind of, you know, one way it's exponential. Like hmm. you lose ten percent, you lose twenty percent.
2: Sometimes they can just go, and that's it. I think um, Rio Ferdinand was quite vocal on it when he when it happened to him and Gary Neville. I think Gary Neville. Um, he 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 played against West Brom. Brom right? yeah, I think yeah. He, he think he says he says I knew when that play went past me and I fouled him. I said I got away with one against Everton. Um, when Everton come back and do three all with them, so I give I give a goal away there. Give a goal away the um, the previous game. And West Brom I just hacked to and I got away with a penalty. He said, "I come mm. off the bench, and I knew, I knew it was finished." And I think this is what's happened to Phil Jagielka now. It's whether he's man enough to accept it. Obviously, he's, he's on a wealthy contract, so he's not going to go in and throw, his, throw his hands in. Twenty
1: eighteen, his contract expired. Twenty eighteen, so two he's got, two
2: so he's left got left. another two years left. So, I think. I, <laughs> basically
1: stuck with him he's not going to spew it is he I, I, I sort of disagree I, I think his character is one thing Sound like Rafa yeah. yeah, 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 his yeah. character yeah. It's, it's one thing that has never been in dispute really was he, I was can't he, see him dragging the arse out of the, two, the other two years of his contract if he thinks he's not contributing yeah. the Jagielka I saw to know from over the years covering it I think he'll hold his hands up but he's
2: maybe. not doing himself any justice
1: correct, the way he might kept... not have accepted it yet so
2: you've got to be you Surely say is because... he man enough
1: but it can't be that easy to get uh, your head around the fact that, you know, you've that
2: it's gone, it's happened, you finished. He, he, it's getting highlighted now, isn't it? Well it is. Man City, Man City two penalties. Chelsea was getting yeah. done everywhere. At yeah. Swan, Swansea at home, Sigurdsson. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The list goes on this season of mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. Yeah. And he can't he can't shy away from yeah. it. He must have got to hold his hands up. He's the captain. So when the videos get put out in Finch Farm and all the saying, this is where this is what's happened. He must have to sit there and shoot the fat and say, yeah, I'm holding my hands up here. It's me again every week. Why is it you every week, lads? Well, sorting out. Yeah, I'd say, I'd
0: say uh, actually, Williams has dropped a couple of uh, bollocks this, yeah, this he asked, year, hasn't yeah, he? You know, that's Bairly, that's when in Burnley, Chelsea's probably a fault for yeah. you know, well, contributed to the fairs. He's not dropping players down for penalties. Well, don't start to point out, but it's, it's, part of, it's part of, like, it, it doesn't help that there's a that's not really settled over the last four or five weeks defensively mm-hmm. as it like across the whole back four, and I think that hasn't helped the uh, Jags' uh, course. Um, so it will be uh, it'll be interesting to see what decisions taken but I'm just a bit worried about these games coming up. We desperately needed that win on Saturday because you're looking at the fixture now and Chris thinking how many games can we feasibly win here mm-hmm. and you, you put yourself down, you've got to win at Swansea, beat Swansea. And then you're thinking, well, the only game that's probably winnable then is probably Watford, mm. Watford away. Without trying to be t- sound totally negative, what I would say, though, can we just talk about mm. moving away from that? Uh, what do you think of Ross's performance on Saturday?
2: I thought it improved. I thought so. I, I, I went in, and my dad come up to mine on Saturday night, and he said, "Ah, um, oh, Barkley needs to up his game." Over. I said, "I thought Barkley was one of Everton's better players." Yeah, no, no, not having it. So it just shows you, obviously difference when when you're watching on TV and when you're actually there but I thought Ross plays well I thought he were not shying away from it he was getting on the ball he was trying to put passes and his final ball has improved of late it needs to continue it can't just be one off one in one off one in it needs to continue but I thought he'd done well I was quite surprised by the Alan Lennon substitution I thought if anything he was working really well off the ball compared to other players who should have been dragged off a lot before him Mm. but as Telofay who Exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah, man? I thought. I thought. Don't you think, Greg? But I thought Ross plays well
0: on. You know, but you can play better. But yeah. I thought he played. I thought he plays well on. On. Yeah. On Saturday. For me,
1: I rated him the highest, and people. Some people agreed. Some people said, "You know, I disagree. It was gay for them, and I understand where they're coming from." For me, though, in the context of the game, I thought. I expect gay to be like that every week. So yeah. really, it was it was him getting back to levels that we we maybe been a bit spoiled by earlier yeah. in the season but don't get me wrong he was great but for me Barkley it was one of his most satisfying performances in a while not perfect still some way to go still need to obviously try and add more goals and there's only one moment where it frustrated me other than that I was saying to Phil his decision making when to release the ball was nearly flawless now he only went and soured it a bit near the end when oh, we were chasing yeah. the game yeah. by holding on for too long when there was a chance to yeah. get a ball into the area when we were attacking and the, took
0: the ball off him, didn't and he me? lost yeah. the ball yeah, yeah. and for yeah. me
1: that soured it and a few people will have walked away going call cool and fit to burn again when you've got to it's interesting what you say about, about that conversation you had with, uh, with your dad because you know a lot of people said to me as well no I don't know what you're on about Gabe was the man in the match Barkley mm. was at best alright but it was something that, that definitely struck us as an new. I, I thought, I
0: thought, I thought, I thought he was, you know, he took responsibility. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he was willing to, you know, drive forward. I think there was, an, in, you know, when you talk about body language. We've spoken about Ross's mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, this season about, you know, how does his own, like, sort of psychology and on his performances does he worry too much? Yeah. And there was a telling bit. It's like. You know that thing where he spin, he span really well, didn't he, in, in their area in the first half yeah. And he, he shot wide, didn't he, with his, yeah. his left foot. And you see his reaction there, he was lying on the floor, wasn't he? I, th- I can't remember, I think he was punching the ground, yeah, wasn't he, yeah. frustration. And I was thinking, what does that tell me about Ross Barkley? Does that tell me that actually he expects really high standards himself, or does does he, you know, with that reaction, you know, is he then going to lose concentration because he knows he's just missed and have that on the back of his mind? You know, or it does that show he cares, or actually if somebody just like lets it go and is cool and just that and lets it go—is that—is that—is that what you'd want to see? Yeah. It was just—it was just quite an interesting it's, reaction, considering his
2: mindset. No, going you back know. to that with that Barkley chance, it was a fantastic chance when he just scuffed it yeah. wide. Then you had the Balassi one and one, and then you had the Lukaku one of this over the bar. He took an, for how bad we played, we just least scored one of them be chances. Yeah, and that was we? in the first half, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Say. And the second half, I mean, come, you know.
0: Home and the Balassi. I mean, I know sometimes, like you know, I do feel sorry for you, Toby. When you're doing the fan camera with cold gully in November, when you, You are taking your life. You know, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, you know, and, and there was a few yet. people who were understandably frustrated. I yeah. think shall we say on on, on Saturday, and um, you know, Balassi was getting a bit of stick. Yeah, and you know, some of his crossing wasn't, you know, wasn't great, was it? But. My thing about Balassi is so there was three or four things where really he did affect the game on Saturday. Yeah. Is he had that maybe should have done better with his one on one. The cross with Lukaku, he had that shot in he, that was I don't know saved or cleared off the line or was going in. You know in the second half. Yeah. And it was his cross, wasn't it? That, that Coleman, the Coleman heading, yeah. headed in. So he did do something. But it was uh, I could see why he was getting a bit of stick. He was was
2: frustrating. Is Everton's tactics becoming stale, Greg? At the moment, because the fans that I spoke to, he said. This four-two-three-one nonsense—it's finished.
1: I would—I—I to I prefer them in four-three-three, 3, and I think that even at four-two-three-one is becoming a bit stale. Uh, with the options, you know—I don't want to say the J word again. Yeah. So I'll only be giving Gav money for Christmas presents. But <laughs> given what he has to work with, and that's really sobering. What Gav said before about eight Premier League games before mm-hmm. you can really materially affect it. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it is time to try something new. I thought do it was better. He... Four three three at the Etihad when yeah. he went and played like that. So
2: what? Like I've spoken to the guys before, and he, I went. Through, I was, chan- I was defending Ko- um, and and I was saying, "Well, what do you want him to do?" Which go four four two. But how does he go four four two when he hasn't got another striker? Well, well, he, he has, you know. hasn't he? He's just he's got you know,
0: Valencia there, but yeah, he's, he's, well, he just plays your middle four. That's the thing, isn't it? Dan? But because. If you play Barry in you know, a the middle too, who you just play? Play? You end up playing two wingers. Well, have you got two wingers? That leaves us really stretched yeah. deep, defensively, maybe a little bit. Uh, so, there's so yeah, options. It yeah, really I mean, shows a, on to try and change this. Yeah, I think four three three appears to be like a bit more of a natural. So, was your four
2: three three against Swansea? Then, got If you were to, obviously hindsight's yeah, a great thing before the game, who would you be in for your four three three? Um,
0: good question. I think
2: he was a played,
0: Well, that's where the scope to play Davis, isn't it? Because you could have played Davis as part of part of The, trade. the only yeah. problem, with it, it's a bit like you talking about the tactics at Chelsea. Is where does Ross fit in that? In that, you know, do you play Ross as off runs today or didn't work against Chelsea, didn't you know, um, Because he was just here today, yeah, wasn't he when or he was? So you could, you could, you could, you know, you could have conceivably played it just uh Tom Davis and Ross in, in against Swansea. But yeah. And then like Balassi, Lennon, 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 you Lennon. know. Mm. I think I would have. Yeah, that maybe you know. But then maybe Al Ross and Tom Dave a sort of dovetail would be interesting. Um, but I think I think you like we looked far more compact at City. You know? I know it was a different game and stuff, but we did look we did, mm. did look look far more uh, far, just look far more suited to us. Um, and I think that may be
2: something that should be looked at. Does. Do you think Swansea deserved the victory, Greg? Deserved victory? Deserves the victory, yeah. No, not Does really. Does get out of jail with the point? Uh,
1: well, like I said earlier in, in the pod, if, if it wasn't for Stickellenberg, he made a brilliant save from Sigurdsson. Yeah. He went in when it was still 1-0. Mm. Now, at 2-0, I, I'm not sure we're coming back into that game. Because as you say, you know, in the end, we scored through our right back. And we'd missed a few good chances, mm. but we didn't create... Loads and we didn't pepper them with shots like maybe arguably we should have done against a team that was so low on on their luck as we had. So I think we can't really argue with the point. It's frightening,
2: isn't it, to think if we may have just beaten Burnley and beaten Swansea on Saturday, we'd be second or third. Yeah, it's frightening, isn't it, to think that for all the frailties this season, we talk about Everton absolutely playing terrible this season, terrible starts, yet just one victory or two out of that. We, we didn't know, today, didn't, didn't we? That, that,
0: that's the thing, isn't it? We didn't. You know, we got a point at City, where maybe in a different day that we wouldn't have. Do the players like to talk about on on Saturday? Is Lukaku. Now, Lukaku on Saturday, I thought, as one of us, shall we say, off days. So, but you put that down to? Ron really, maybe not having his big game mindset on, or not having the service. What or a, a do? bit Bit of, of both.
2: If there's not a player within fifty yards of him, what can he do? The service yeah. was non-existent all game.
1: No, no, well, he had a very good. It was quick and it was whipped across him. But if he's this world-class striker we've been hearing about, he has to score that chance he put over the bar. I agree, that's
2: the chance. But Tim Cahill would have had that in there. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, he
0: would have done. He would have had that in there. Yeah, but
2: Tim so. Cahill doesn't score after goals. Does he? What I'm trying to say is that yeah. one was that is that the best you've got for for ninety-four minutes of football, across into the box for Rom? 'Cause I'm not being funny. I was watching this four, two, three, one formation, it's not it doesn't work for him, yet yeah, he can score a lot of goals. He needs help. He needs service, crosses whipped in every five minutes for him. He needs balls put through to him. It doesn't well, work. The we
0: Premier more. League
2: high thirty seven crosses on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm most them were overhits. The, the corners are an issue, by the way, as well. That's one thing I want to talk about. The corners <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat the first man premier league footballer what have they been doing well, all, really? yeah
0: i mean Leighton, was, uh, Leighton
2: baines ross barkley yeah. now they, they went on international duty so all week they've been sitting there at finch farm and you can't beat a first man
1: I think, corner What's going on? I think i'm glad you mentioned that because i'm sure a lot of people who listen right now will be absolutely banging the table agreeing mm. with you corners have been a problem at goodison for a while but interestingly you speak to other people who work in our group of newspapers yeah. We work across titles in different parts of the country where there's Premier League clubs. Corners have been a bit of an issue in the Premier League. Liverpool fans, you ask them, they'll Liverpool tell you the same score
2: more goals from if I'm just corners this season. Anyone? Arsenal yeah, not the a scoring goal. But last
1: season, Liverpool's corners, they would be crying them as well. They yeah. said they were
2: To Three fair Liverpools you concede from a lot of set-pieces yeah, but our, Let's talk about our offensive corners. Yeah. When was the
1: last time? I can remember the Derby Lukaku in Yeah, the, other. the other. Yeah, in the 3-3. 3-3, three, three, yeah. Other, other than that, I'm struggling to think of uh, how often we put effective balls into that box. Yeah, well,
0: the, from corners and just in the open plate, I think it was 37 uh, crosses on Saturday. I think seven went straight to the keeper, didn't he? Which, oh. is, a, which is a league high this season, I think.
2: Um, so what are they doing in training all week, Ab, if they're throwing 37 crosses in? Why aren't they getting bodies in the box, getting the under-23s in and saying, listen, let's do something different? Because they're just whipping balls in the box. and you, I think everyone everyone in Goodison is just sitting there on Saturday and they're going, What's the point in getting a well, corner here? Uh, yeah, but two Do you know
0: happen got you? in the box it's, its having an accurate delivery because i would i, I like to know how many of them thirty-seven were seriously yeah. setting and crosses. I mean, yeah. uh, Balassi in the second half must have ballooned about three, <laughs> yeah. three to their to their left
2: yeah. back from the right, you know, from our left hand side. I think but you haven't found it in acceptance now. Of that when we get a corner, it's ah, just just give it back to the goalie.
1: Well, just just to, just to touch on that a little bit in terms of the corner kicks and. and would you say in Balassi, some of his crosses yeah. are just absolutely woeful. I don't think crossing the ball, if you're going to play four-two-three-one, like like yeah. we seem to be doing, it's not the right delivery for Lukaku. Why pile, c- cross into the box? He can't head the ball. We've seen him this season particularly. We've read earlier in the season, Luke Garbutt was talking about how it's not his natural game. He mm. actually used to have a psychological barrier mm. with it. He's not that type of blood and thunder... Center center forward who's going to get across every ball and you know put his head in where others won't. Generally speaking, what worries me is we're not playing those balls into the channels from the run on to, which we're really to that destructive. I mean, we've
2: only we're relying well, on rosters do that, army. Well, but,
1: yeah, but what that's, about that?
2: That's because of we play two whole midfielders. So you're not denying without without Gareth. I mean, we haven't even mentioned how much we
1: miss no. Gareth Barry, which is getting depressing when you think does taking a thirty five year old out yeah yeah
2: upset the apple cart so much, it would again the evidence would suggest we do. But but we said this last week when we missed Guy for Chelsea, you can't keep on making excuses. No, this is it, but
1: my point being, you need to vary it, there's no point lumping crosses into Lukaku, the balls that he thrives are, and I think you said it yourself as well, slipping the front of him for him to run on to, and then if he gets in a, sort of, you know, a position where he's one on one with the full back, then God help the fullback most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he I can mean, do special things, then, can't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean the other one. I think Taylor Faye did it twice, which was successful this time last year. And them skiddy little, yeah, sort yeah. of tops the ball, yeah, when yeah. really he delivers early from out wide, which he had some su- success last year with Lukaku. But uh, you know, thirty-seven crosses and and you can't really remember apart from the one that hit Lukaku. Basically, can't remember like thinking apart from the goal and the and that one. But the
2: goal was just a lump in the box. It yeah. wasn't. It was it with no conviction, yeah. was it? It was just. It's in the air, next minute it gets out, out and yeah. he
0: scores for it. I thought, thought Seamus was did okay on, on Saturday, I know he's had a bit of stick, but I think he I think he was okay. Sheamus One of on the it. lads
1: was trying to claim on the desk. He didn't think he didn't think he meant to score it. He thought he was just putting it back into the mixer. For me it looked as if he No, he, I think it was a it was a goal. It, it, looked, well yeah, meant. Yeah. it looked as if he meant that. Yeah,
2: of yeah. course he did. As I said, I agree with you, Gabby, he improved on Saturday. One of few that did improve. Yeah. And that, that's basically. Do, the do you
1: look at that though again? I know Phil mentioned it. What's like Leca- why is Lakaku standing there watching Seamus and not pushing off the way and saying there's a ball in the area, this is my head's going through this, it's well, going on This, this is what mm-hmm. I was going back to. You know,
0: I know what you're saying about uh service, uh, so, but it's just sometimes for me it's just a bit too passive in games. It's, it's just, do you
2: think it's all right, passive, I agree with that? You know, do you think he comes to the team and he's looking at around the plays and going He's on on my He's He's not going to get very far in the game if that's his
0: attitude.
2: Well, where's his the service there. then? If he's thinking, what do you want me to do? You're throwing balls in the box. I'm surrounded by two or three defenders. what, what no, do you want shameless, me to do? Seamus found space on Saturday's That's because but, we just plumbed forwards yeah, and we just bodies in the box. Where,
0: where's Rom? You know let's I mean, talk sort of about the
2: ninety four minutes of play. Where where was Rom's service?
0: when this he show, I mean I don't know how many times he touched the ball in the first half, but if it was more than you can count on two two hands <laughs> and your fingers. I'd be I'd be surprised. that's just do not seem. Well, see how does he get to touch the ball if it's well not it's, going to? But you've got to
2: make yourself available to to do that. Happening. You? Garry you surrounds it by two centre arcs. Oh, just move away from the centre arc, then. And then yeah. this is what I'm trying to say that, by just playing the one up front at home to Swansea. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, but
0: that, that's what I said last week. Sometimes his movement is for what you would expect a top class Laker to be. I don't think his movement has got is as good as what it should be, both mm. inside and outside the box, and, and you know and. Think that's something he's got to learn when you talk about the carcad you know as i say what's iguero's movements in inside and outside the box is just like i'd be looking at um and yeah no service but you need
2: to make it a little bit easier as well for people people around him one thing i am um, touching on go back to ronald keeman before when i was what when we were just observing the game for just for short periods of the game once on saturday looking around you going what was his strategy trying to beat Swansea? what was his thoughts what what did he what did he set out, Evan? How did he set them out to time beat Swansea? Because I was looking at the times and going, what's he thinking here? He tra- what's
1: his plan? I think his plan went, was scuppered by the start, which he, he can't have imagined them starting in such a lack, lacklustre fashion. And then that was camp compounded by, again, giving him the benefit of the doubt. He couldn't have predicted Jagielka to do that. Actually, maybe he could have, given what Jags has sort of been like in patches. But once... You give a side like Swansea a goal all of a sudden plan A goes to pot doesn't it because then they they're ten well happy one, to yeah. get as you said 10 men behind the ball and sit
2: in and but maybe, didn't maybe don't get, did the he, for the whole half that first half they played some good football and they yeah. two, because they've got a second yeah. so it weren't just a case of we've got a goal we'll get 10 men behind the ball second he half played it good was, football. Yeah. so it wasn't a case of Everton, where's, where's your plan b yeah. It just didn't seem to be a plan A for me. St- strange enough, Leroy Fair played very
0: well, didn't he? The player that uh, yeah. could have been a Goodison, but, but for a dodgy knee uh, or whatever well, it was. Well, apparently.
2: Past the yeah, medical yeah. sense. Origin, yeah. yeah. Queen's Park Rangers and now Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: I, well, interesting to hear you. Of all people, you know, say that maybe Koeman up his game.
2: He does, obviously, but I'm trying to... I'm not making excuses for him as such, but you're thinking to yourself, I understand the plan. He's got to sort that out. To beat Swansea, room. you've got to come up with something else. But when it comes to the players that he's got, I just can't... I feel like I've, I've got a, some sympathy with him. Swansea okay. City, I hope. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. I, I hold my hands up on that, But I mean for this season. OK. I, I think he. I look at the Evan team now, I'm thinking, we're doing well here, we're <laughs> yeah. I look at like it way too really well, considering the garbage we've got on the pitch. Yeah, but
0: um, it's... it's... Seven put one win from seven, Army um, having one four from five. It was the other way round where he's won one win in, in the first seven. And then coming in, coming into this spell of games, having one four out of five, I think I'd be slightly more comfortable. But I mentioned that I know what the answer to this is, but it's an interesting thing, isn't it? You know, like the first half of this year when we're doing the podcast and mm. stuff, and you know, the previous uh, Q and speed assessment there is similar, similar performances to Saturday. The managers who get to play, you know, yeah. Saturday, to play, and like the last few weeks, the players get the blame, not the manager. So, why why, kind of why, 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 and I know what the answer is, but why, 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 why do we look at it? We do look at, at it set differently.
2: Set of players. Of players. Why yeah. we look at it differently? We look at it differently because Koeman's been there five minutes, and the previous successor's been there three years and spent a fortune. That's the difference. But
0: yeah, he didn't. Martin has spent three hundred million but... in
2: three years, and I was playing the type of football that was saved up on Saturday. Yeah, Ronald Koeman's been in there five minutes and that's what's happened. He's still got them same group of players that Martinez has spent all yeah, that money yeah, on. That's the difference. What, know, what, what, still, what can he do, Gavin? Right. His hands are tied till January. Who signed Lukaku? Martinez. No,
1: exactly. Yeah. Morales was He also signed yeah, a yeah. lot
2: of junk, Greg. A lot of junk. I was
0: just asking the question. I did say, yeah. Well, where I you
2: started. That, that. It just strains the psychology of supporters and where... It's because playing he's a If you look at... Yeah, but, yeah what we you talking about before the podcast, Jürgen Klopp's first 12 games in charge of Liverpool last season. Awful. Awful. No, you didn't see Liverpool fans. Ah, oh, Klopp, OK, he's awful, he's got to change the tactics. now, I'm just no. saying responsibility. Yeah, I agree, That'd but be nice. he's been there five minutes, yeah. 12 games... Roberto well, so. Martinez was given three years I mean, and saved up two seasons at the worst type of football you're ever going to see in your life. No, I'm not having that. All. No, the last two seasons, give us not something to shout about under Martinez. No, not, I
0: don't talk about Roberto again. But to me, it goes back to what I was saying before Is I know what you're saying, and I'm not doubting like, human's credentials here. And, but what I'm saying is is that you can't afford to wait till January and have this appears to be like this attitude that we well, are sort in January. Ronald really will give you the free pass until January because of like what you're saying is that he's got to operate and use the players that he's got. Obviously, some still good players at the club. Effectively, what I was saying is I didn't really see that
2: on well, on, on Saturday. A lot of managers at the start of the season will be given free passes until at least January. Guardiola, Mourinho, all these type of my like Klopp was given a free pass when he started. You, I know football in this day and age and the generation of football fans, they want success overnight. It can't happen. I think, yeah, I, th- I know I think what Gav's saying is not that there's any demand from
1: him. I know that there isn't. No, and from me, For the opposite, for people to be saying, and out. It's just interesting how the psychology works that all of a sudden everything else has to be the answer for why things are going on, other than the manager. There's no sort of that's yeah, all but the balance. The balance yeah, yeah. is
2: that with the group of players Martin has had last season, he should have been a lot higher than 11 where it the fact that Koeman's got them same type of players and he's uh, got them where they are right now. That's the difference. Yeah. And you can't get any higher than and where the players they
0: are just right coming You know, I'm not doubting you know, just reiterate, I'm not doubting Cooman's credentials, but at the same time, I think you know, he I think he should be man you know, evidence show more evidence of managing the group that he's got more effectively on the pitch and getting the results that their talents deserve. You know, deserve, that that reflects their talents like on Saturday.
1: Can we just, before, we're going to have a separate little debate before we finish off, but I just wanted to throw this at you. Stats cannot, in terms of performance and what you see with your eye, obviously on a Saturday, mm. sometimes stats don't quite mm-hmm. always correlate to gammon. You know we've spoken about that. Basically, a piece Adam Jones, has written, one of our journalists, has written about Elka today, and just touching on him again, and he says, delving a little deeper into stats of this campaign, it's worth comparing Elka's statistics with that of Ashley Williams. Jaggy Elk has a better interceptions per minute ratio than the Welsh international and has made more tackles. Jags has won 12 tackles, Williams only 11. Put that into context, a Gaze won 43 tackles, putting them both to shame. Jags has won 17 more aerial duels than Williams, playing just one extra game, and has managed to commit seven less fouls. In fact, there aren't many stats in which Williams comes out on top of Jags. So, Again, is that just a case of Williams doesn't have to make as many tackles because he's reading the game differently, and is Jags making a lot of tackles that he shouldn't be because his timing's deteriorating, or is there a bit of an issue with them too as a partnership that we're not quite? Maybe a bit, yeah, yeah,
0: sometimes, sometimes yeah, as you say, you know, it doesn't. Sometimes you make it from corners that one of the centre halves always goes for the header. You know, it depends. And they the, the the you know yeah. what I mean? So it depends. It depends on like tactics. I'm not. I think. That's quite enlightening though, isn't it? That actually, you'd say the performances are comparable, I suppose. That's why it's um, made a few more tackles. But setting aside that, I think you're probably right. It goes past with saying, are they two similar types of players, similar ages as well? Mm. And is that maybe sort of reflected at the moment in our defensive vulnerability? I think out
2: the two of the players, one looks out to depth more. Me. I'm like, yeah. If I interviewed thirty seven thousand fans on next Saturday Kutterson, and it would sense it after they wanted to start, I'd guarantee ninety nine percent of them. That's that why Ashley I'm Williams. saying to you,
1: what you see with the naked eye in yeah. the game and the stats can be too different see, because if, I I would have said all day that statistically I would have expected Williams to have outperformed Jags and whenever I'd looked at those and the stats don't lie, those up to stats this morning with Adam, I'm thinking, hold on, Jags is yeah, having a like, if you
2: look at that I'd prefer Ashley Williams in nine times out of ten, out of everything, even on the ball, yeah. No, I'm a bag of nerves when Phil Jagielka's got the ball. Where is it? No, actually, Williams gets it. I know. Well, I'm not saying, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to go to the blue sheet. Yeah,
0: that's a fair point, and that's a fair point. I mean, the other point with that is what it doesn't say there is what we've been talking about. Jagielka, with with is not what he's been doing. Right, is what he's been doing. Know, not to the standards he did before, isn't it? Yeah, because so of three penalties. Three penalties. And not only that, the manner of them where he's been caught out or he's yeah. being late on as if he's being yeah. checked and or there's whatever. a couple like, he's got know. away
2: with as well. Yeah. There's a couple of games up because it's in the season where he's and
0: clipped strikers and he's got away with it. That's 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 the worry. And as I say, you know, Jag's been 10 years, hasn't he? Three million quid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And missed the year as well, didn't he? Forget about yeah. his yeah. Top man, you know. Um,
2: but. Evan, can yeah. he yeah. I hope it's
1: managed in the right way. No one's bigger than the club, and I wouldn't for a second suggest that we just put up with him in the team, costing us week in, week out, for the sake because he's a nice guy. But I would just hope it it's managed, and this is for Kumin to do mm. it in a, in a respectful, fair way. Because you only have to think last season as well. You know that semi final against United, Jagielka really had no right to play in that game. Yeah. He was badly, he, well, he was nowhere near fit, but he, he put himself. Forward, he said, "I'll play. I'm fit enough to play," and he wasn't really. But he looked at that He, he stood up. He put it, put his, you know, the club before his own fitness and mm. put his body on the line, if you like. And you know, it didn't get us the result, but he was what I know that was something that, that made an impression that for the umpteenth time on his teammates. He was willing to put himself, you know, before the club, or well, club before yeah, himself. Sacrifices
2: before. like that have got him in the situation where he is right exactly.
1: now. Exactly. Maybe that's taken its toll on him, and maybe that's what we're seeing the fruits of that, if you like in how quickly he's deteriorating. And I just hope that people don't give him dog's abuse. But equally, we shouldn't have to accept, maybe we do have to look at a replacement in January. i
2: this has got to happen because whether you like it or not, whether he's been there 10 years, whatnot, Everton fans will turn on him if he continues to play the way he is. Yeah. Captain or not,
1: don't care. Well, that's as it, as it might well be. But let's, let's finish by looking at an issue. and There's been a game we've been talking about on the website today. Premier League era, Everton's greatest player. Phil McNulty, formerly of the Echo, now of BBC Sport, was having a bit of a a debate um, over whether or not he believes Kanchelskis, who's someone who was the goodest on Saturday, should be rated as Everton's best ever Premier League player. Chris Beasley, who works here, thinks he is. Phil McNulty had no time for that. He suggested people like Cahill, so on and so forth. Baines, I think is a name he put out there. Lads, what do we reckon, Gav? Who, who do you uh, think no, is Everton's best question. Premier League player? I suppose
0: player? two questions here, isn't it? Who's the best player to play for Everton in the Premier League or who's Everton's best Premier League player?
2: They're two, two different things, aren't they? Um, you know what I mean. I agree what yeah, you're saying. You know, my, my, yeah. Me, personally, the best player I've seen in the Premier League in Everton this year was Wayne Rooney. For that, for that short period of time, he was on another level. It was scary. But I'm not going to pick him because he was went with us for the last I think of that's the argument over a catch. He was only 80, yeah, 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 so I'm not having him. The player I'm picking was um, Mikel Arteta. I think, for me, yeah. Everton, still to this day, have not replaced his class in the middle of the park. Yeah. He, he was set pieces we talk about often, we've just talked about. Unbelievable. Free kicks, penalties, corners. He was brilliant, Arteta. Absolutely immaculate footballer attacking he was thrown on the left, midfield, right to midfield, centre midfield, brilliant, class act, Everton haven't placed him, best player I've seen in Everton this year.
0: Gav? Uh, I'll name uh, three. Go on. One that no mentioned, I think, because it was quite an interesting Twitter thing, uh, Dave Watson, who basically carried Everton defensively probably for the first seven or eight years. Mm. Uh, he'd, be, he'd be one, the other one would be, well, probably the only Everton player in the Premier League era, to be a candidate for Everton's greatest ever team, and that's Leighton beans. He's probably the only Everton mm. player to play for us in that time. You could say, well, actually, and if you select an Everton all-time 11 you he'd be in with a, a very good yes, It'd yeah. be fifty-fifty. And Ray Wilson, really. To be honest, yeah. But yeah. But I talk a lot about affecting games and affecting clubs and all that. Players do that, and I think nobody's done that more than Tim kale for Everton. That there's been better players, but in terms of on the pitch and like. You mentioned Arteta isn't mm. great, but I mean, against the big teams, Arteta tended to, you know, I didn't see him play great against Arsenal or Man United. I? Sorry, he did he scored against Man United? Scored, scored in the derby. Man United, but well, yeah, but Cahill scored five, five. I yeah. know no different. All no the different roles. If stuff. you're looking at players though, yeah, yeah, as a player, I'm Tim you like, yeah, yeah, but Carbis. But in terms of being, that's what I said before. There's mm. a difference between best player or yeah, best yeah. player to play for everyone is ever the best player, the two different teams. yeah. yeah. You say Al is as a better player, but in terms of the best player in terms of contributing to the club and the ethos of the club and or you know, throw that all together then I'd, I'd say Kale on, on on that basis. Um and that he get he, whether he had a head of beans, I'm not sure. But I'd probably
2: go with Kale.
0: Another player I'd give a, big a big shout out
2: and he was only here for the short period of time with Julian Lescott that Hickman. season he was outstanding
0: well we mentioned He oh,
2: scored in 10 goals he was scored in ten, go- 10 goals for the center half yeah, one season last off yeah. he was brilliant and he was amount of times he was man mark and fernando torres in that season when torres was flying yeah, well scott was brilliant Jag,
0: we met Jags. you mentioned Jag, yeah. would be you know in the top yeah. you know for what we pay for and the service across mm. as you say 10 years jacks yeah. would be there or thereabouts you know yeah
1: definitely i'm not having it but preno even turned around he was talking to phil mcdonaldi and said look at Kanchiaskis' record and compare it to Lukaku's, well, surely shouldn't Lukaku, Lukaku be, yeah, be there?
2: For me, no, but I, I take his point. Maybe if in, if you ask asked the question in you know, five years' time when Lukaku's gone to play for anyone else, you look at Lukaku and go, Jesus Christ, what? look at his records, surely show, yeah, to yeah. God. Only re- it's because he's playing for us now, you won't realise yeah. he does how good he is. Depends if you get the to the place, and, don't you, I suppose? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think that Lukaku thing goes back to what I was saying on there, uh, I think in, in the last podcast, is that Everton fans are demanding and they see what Rom actually he should be doing a little bit more mm. and, and I think that maybe clouds people's judgments about yeah. how you know Wade Ranks is a, a great Everton player. So I'd say KO but the more I think about it maybe Baines, I'm not sure. It's yours, yeah.
2: Greg. So oh go
0: right.
1: on. How's that fence? It yeah, it is. The splinters are wedged <laughs> right yeah. right in in my backside because I can see I Haven't heard it's always worse going last because mm. I can't disagree with what either of you said. Um and it is that conundrum that Gab identified at the top of this section, isn't it? Mm. Greatest ever player in the Premier League, but greatest Everton player. Um, I, I suppose Mikel Art, as an enduring quality player in the Premier League era, it really blew me away, but it was far too short. Kanciowski the same. We haven't mentioned Neville Southall, by the way. Well, yeah, Neville Southall, three or four years. Well,
0: there's another be. one who's he's a bit like Jags, isn't it? You know, like yeah. sort of. You wouldn't want them to be remembered like for their yeah. mm-hmm. later days, you know. Um, and Nev's like the the best Everton player I've seen by an absolute country mile, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but, you know the distance between him and the next one would be. Really. You see, took our goalkeepers, uh, Nigel Martin. Nigel Martin's great. Yeah, love Nigel yeah.
2: Martin. Brilliant. Yeah. I think what Moises says he's one of his best signings he, he made. But yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Michel Arteta, you
1: know, given how little we paid for him, mm. you know those circumstances that we brought him in and. Just sensational, unbelievable, mm. as you say. On the left, on the right, through the centre. All I'd say is, after that that serious, crucius injury, he, had, he was never quite the same mm. when he came back. It took, it did take its toll on him. And if you remember, weirdly, his corners, corner kicks, never recovered from that injury. He didn't. He went through fair, a phase. He yeah, yeah. couldn't beat the first man. It yeah. was weird.
2: And... To be fair, we got we've done well for him. We Getting ten million from Arsenal, didn't we? <laughs> but
1: it was still heartbreaking to see him go because was. a player of his class. And it, it, you don't get very often, no. do you? In the time I, I well. still but
2: say I just re-beat myself there. Everton have placed new that quality in, in midfield. No, okay. What was he what Was he, three million or
0: two? Yeah, yeah me. exactly. We haven't even mentioned
1: you know, like, there's all sorts of, you know, Gary, but, Gary Speed. And, yeah, one of your mates is, uh, Robin, is Lampard, isn't he? Limpa, yeah, exactly, Lampard, exactly. Yeah, honourable mention <laughs> in the matches. <laughs> it's
0: had Steven Pienaar. Yeah, Steven, Steven Pienaar. Well, the other one, he was he was excellent. It was Gravison. Yeah, for a couple of years. It was the Real Madrid scouts thought yeah. so, anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I retweeted
1: the video of a cracking video someone put together a compilation of all PR's best goals. And you know to view a career yeah. just in like a compilation of goals is a bit base in a way. But then in mm. another way, it wasn't half entertaining because you, you remembered how good he was. Mm. But you also remembered how good some of the football we played under Moyes was when yeah. you had him, Kale, Baines, and Arteta in the same yeah. team. Tell you what, we've got some way to go to recapture those levels. Yeah, and the irony is that we've got more money than we've ever had now. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Well, he was on them. a shoestring, yeah, but yeah, we, some yeah. of the football we did play, oh, some really, of really. it was terrible. Yeah, but you know, towards the middle and end of his, of his tenure, it was tremendous.
2: Yeah, I agree. But though, interestingly, one player we have mentioned who's idolised is Duncan Ferguson, he hasn't even got a mention. Yeah, I wouldn't put him anywhere near him I wouldn't no. necessarily tell that. To he's him. more he's of a, a, <laughs> like a he's here. more of like a cult yeah. hero, isn't he? Yeah, more of yeah, a cult hero uh, than he has, yeah.
1: I yeah. smell a, a, a podcast special, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. but like I <laughs> yeah. get him in here you can
2: sort gavel
0: I tell you what, you know, I'm not too dissimilar in height to him. I remember in the main stand, don't you know, like standing next to him. It was if I was looking looking up about like up at like, him, like you know.
1: There you go, two right. Well, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back later on in the week for our second pod. And uh, I hope that wasn't too grim as we poured over Saturday and looked forward as well. Cheers.